Future Historians, today's date is November 5th. It is Monday, and this is Los Angeles Ships. I'm Janie. I'm Jonah. And this is, is Los, Los Angeles Ships. This is Audible. This is not... We got a lot of good feedback from that joke <laughs> last time. <laughs> it's funny, but we're not on Audible. Where, where are we? We are in Jonah's backyard right now. Uh, over the weekend, there was a house party at Jonah's house. I'm hungover. I, I'm pretty hungover too. It was to celebrate it's someone's. It was, it, it, still it, it's still Monday. Yeah, it's happened to get older. Monday. Well, it's Luke Lenz's birthday. He's our he's our good friend and roommate. He's my one of my best friends and roommate. You know Luke. I know. Yeah, I don't live here, but I know Luke. Luke's a good guy. What are we talking about today, Janie? I think today we're going to talk about next steps and following up. <laughs> you mean like when you send in a script and you're trying to see what people thought about your your material, or do you yeah, mean something I think it's of like more... you go out with someone and then what? What happens after the date? Right. So today's episode is about next steps and following up, specifically in LA, because I think there are some LA differences. Mm-hmm. Um, this also applies to a follow up email that you might send on a job or on a script that you're getting read by somebody. Yeah. Thank you notes. Very important. Where did my note go? It's right there. You got it. That's your note. That's what I you had, sent to me. I had like a big one. Bloop, 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 bloop. Well, while Jonah searches for his notes, Found can it. we get the work stuff out of the way? Can we just knock that one out? Work stuff? You said script. Email. I was kidding. Oh, okay. Never mind. But well, maybe there's a lesson here. I was just, you know, in LA, there's this whole thing about checking in and following up to see if someone's done something. Yeah. I mean, okay. if someone has news, they're going to call you and tell you the news. It's really hard to. I think it's really been challenging to come to terms with the fact that, like, if someone has good news to report to you, they're going to call you and tell you. Right. You're not going to be the one who calls and says, do you have good news? And they're going to say, yes, I have good news. They're going to call you first. Maybe it makes you feel better and you feel proactive. Like, oh, I'm checking in, following up. But the truth is, like, they're going to call you once they have the news. But I also am a firm believer in being not annoying, but Mm -hmm. aggressively pokey. And then you can be friendly about it. Friendly check-in. Just checking in. Just checking in. Just want to follow up and check in on my check-in from three months ago. Just want to check in and follow up on that check-in we had. Regarding the follow-up. Regarding the follow-up. <laughs> Thanks. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Happy, happy Halloween. Happy New Year. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great weekend. <laughs> Wait, also, just saw that while we're on it, this really made me chuckle. I saw a meme the other day that was like when the waitress says, um, hi, and you say, good, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's me always. That's great. My go-to response is, I'm great. How are you? So let's get into the dating part of this now, okay. Janie. Um, let's get into basic let's just this is the first date's already happened yep right you guys already went to Melrose Umbrella Company oh had a good time it's a good spot kind of loud a good spot kind of loud good spot yeah limited seating but if you get a seat it's great and Uh, if the band's not playing go on a night where there's no live music maybe you just went to EPLP okay Eh, spot but whatever that's fine now this podcast starts the second that you guys have either kissed or said goodbye okay podcast starts now this is audible So, how do you follow up okay. after a good date? Am I a girl or a boy in this? You are you. Okay. Don't. I'm the boy. You're the girl. Well, you don't need to. You don't need to, gender we don't have to worry is about fluid. that. Gender is fluid. I guess I have girl qualities and you have m- male, boy male qualities. I don't know. I'm not very masculine. Okay. Anyway. As you so, have a football in, in your hand, <laughs> as you watch the Packers play the Rams. So. My personal opinion, if it's a really good date, I want the person to 
text me before I get home. We've talked about this before, but I, it's a good sign if they're texting me first before I get home. And I want them to say, like, I had a really good time. Be- before you get home, you need a text or you want a no, text. No, I don't need. I just right. think it's a really good sign. It's a good sign if they're like, it was, that was so great. It was great to see you. Like, Let's get into specific wording. What yeah. words do you want to hear? I want to hear, I had a really great time. That's it, period? Or Hope you got home safe. Hope Talk you had a really soon. great time, comma. Hope you got home safe, period. Yeah. Talk soon. Something like that. Maybe a cute emoji or something. Um, and then, then I want to be asked out on a second date, but not that night. Okay, so it's a text immediately after yeah. the goodbye, mm-hmm. just m- acknowledging the date that you just had. Yes. In a positive affirmation way. So I go to sleep feeling like warm and fuzzy, like, oh, that was right. that was a good thing. And then it's within the next 24 hours, an attempt to make plans. Yes. Or it depends. I think within the next 24 hours is reasonable and expected. But if it's like someone who works a really crazy job or is like going out of town, like I feel like you should say something to that effect. Like, hey, I'm going to have a busy week, but I'd love to like hang out again soon. Like, let's set a time. Do you think people are being nice when they say that? Or do you think that's, you know, I'd love to see you again soon. I don't think people are being nice if they say that. I think if they're, if they don't want to see you again, you don't hear from them again. That's a really good point. So within those first 24 hours, someone reaches out to make plans. Mm Mm-hmm. Or continues a joke or something that you had talked about. Now, let's talk about the fact, the L.A. factor, right? I think we all make plans. You know, we all go to make plans, but there's a lot. We're all very busy. Yeah. Does location have anything like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is yeah, yeah. I would actually, if I, for example, went out with somebody who lived in Santa Monica mm-hmm. and we went out and I texted her the next day and I was like, hey, I had a really great time. I'd love to see you again. Yeah. I would actually probably like shotgun it if I knew I was going to be in Santa Monica right, that right, week. Right, right. I'd be like, hey, I'm well, going to be in your state. Yeah, but I think I think that's why planning ahead is fine. Like, I think people are scared to commit to plans, but it's almost better, like, for me personally, and you, you should let me know if this is the same for you. I have a very busy schedule. I, have, I know which nights I'm free and which nights I'm not. So if someone asks me out, I look at my calendar and I'm like, okay, I'm free next Tuesday. You know, and my time is precious and like, I have to schedule things. Never been asked by a girl. You never been asked out? No, no. I've never been followed up with within the next 24 hours setting plans. Although if I've engaged plans and had to move them Mm -hmm. or they've had to move the plans, then, you know, they'll reach out and reactivate those plans. But I've never been in a situation where we've gone out, had a great time. And then she was the first one to say, "Let's, hey, what are you doing Thursday? Well, because we give men a lot of responsibility in terms of like early stages of relationships. And like, I don't really know why it is this way. I'm not, I'm not sure if I agree with it, but I think w- women look to men to like, you know, a- be asked out by them. And then I think like third date, like maybe it's the girl who's like, hey, I got tickets to this thing or like, hey, do you want to come with me to this? But that's more like third, fourth date territory. What can we backtrack? What do you think should happen in the first? Like you say goodnight, and then what happens? I think my general thought is that none of it should matter, and that there shouldn't even be a laws to the whole thing. Whatever you feel, well, you should do. We're not talking about laws. We're just talking about what feels good for us. I know it feels good for me to that's, have a text before I get that's home. That's my. I'm not saying my general rule is let's just let it be what it's supposed to be, but. 
But um, what do you do? So you just went out with someone who you really liked. Mm-hmm. You're driving home yep. or you're Ubering home from yeah. your Well, date. it depends how much I liked her, right? right if I right. really liked her, I'd, we drove. Even <laughs> if someone drops me off, though, I guess that's different. If they, like, kiss you goodbye in front of your door. What am I doing? I'm coming home. I'm talking to the roommates. We're downloading about what happened. And then I'm, you're I'm crafting gonna send a, the perfect text I'm crafting text the message. perfect text. And, I, you know, we spend a lot of time crafting these text messages. They are an art form. They need to look good, and they need to they need to feel good. Yeah, and they need to like have a callback to personal connection. You're um, not filming this, right? No, it's not being filmed. Okay. I would, so my, I would wait. I would do something that night, or the first thing in the morning. Yeah, unless like I waking went, up to a text. Yeah, unless it went badly. What are you? What if you're trying to salvage it? We're good. Sinking ship date, but you want it to. So bad date that I thought could have gone better. Yeah. Do you say, like, let's try that again? That's actually a really good <laughs> Take idea. Take two? What do you... I've never had that happen to me, but do you think that if, if you had a date with the guy that you kind of both thought it could have been better and it wasn't really anyone's fault, it was sort of like an off day, would you respond positively to a, hey... Like, Should we go it, out again? Yeah, like, hey, that was... That, we were both, like, great, go us, like that, you know. I don't know. I think I'm... I think it's more likely that your second date goes badly and at that point you're like, oh, I'm not going to give this person any more time. I do notice this thing that happens where a lot of times people that you connect with on Instagram or text or the the apps, there's like this three minute period of time in the very beginning where you're like, this is a fucking train wreck. This is just (laughs) horrible. This is going Have you ever gone out with someone who you only had met through Instagram? Yes. How many times? What do you mean only had met? I hadn't met them yet. Right. I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying like, have you? Ever, I was asked out once by a perfect stranger on Instagram, but we never met. We never went out, so I don't have that story. Mm. I don't know what happens after you. Like, actually, like I wish this person had followed through with asking me out because I want the story, you know. And yeah. if he's listening, I hope that no, that was a joke. But um, have you had that happen? And what was it like? Have I gone out with someone on Instagram? Someone d- slipped into your DMs, then yeah. you went out with them, yeah. and you've never met them before. Yeah. So what happened? It, it was like a dating update. It was like, it was the same old thing. It was like, hey. Did you talk about your posts? Like, did you reference Instagram in your conversation? Maybe. Uh, I wish I had a better story here. I'm trying to think who. Think about it. Who Take off, a second. Who off a DM? Okay, we'll. we'll Don't say names. I'll cut this. Um, I got asked out by a perfect stranger on the internet. And I asked him how we knew each other. And he told me that I had come up in his suggested posts. Well, this happens all the time. It's the dating app without the. It's a dating app without, without an the, app. The game. You got the app. It's yeah. Just, it's at. It's at the. Because I'm not on dating apps, so this was. You know what? I just deleted my Hinge. Good for you. This week. Well, sorry. I mean, Hinge is great for. Hinge is great for whoever. Yeah. If finds you want to use Hinge, use Hinge. <laughs> use Hinge. I think it's. We'll talk about this more in a little bit, but I think it's nice to take a break from apps and look up and let the world happen to you. Meet meet people in real life. Um, to go back to your question, I think that with the, I think DMing is okay. Mm-hmm. We're kind of getting off topic, but I think, I know, I know. I let's, think, let's, let's, reel it let's, back. let's reel back. Well, but that, I, well, I was curious about the date where you, like what happened when you were talking to each other and you had never met before. Like, I feel like in those situations you give it a second date because you're meeting this person for the first time ever in your life. And you really need to like figure out who they are as a person before you can even decide if you want to. Yeah, be dating I, them. I think that's that's exactly it. I think that the second date is so important that yeah. you, you really can't judge too much. Right. Our mom always says 
that you should, I don't even know if I trust this advice, but our mom always says that you should set like a five minute date with someone for the first time that you meet them. I remember she was telling us this. I've never done it before. I don't know if you have, but she's always like, you should just set a five minute date because that way you'll just make sure that they're like a normal human that you can like talk to and that you might be interested in and then set a second date. That's like the real date you're going to go on. That's a really good idea. I've never tried it before. Maybe I will try it as an experiment. I feel like that would be good to research. But that's why I do drinks over dinner, because it's like drinks, Shorter. you can have a drink, drink it quickly, yeah. bounce. When I when I was younger and I used dating apps, I always thought it was a weird move when someone asked me to dinner on a first date, because it's like you're spending money on me, you don't even know if you like me, like right. what if we don't like each other now we're locked into a whole meal? Horrible. Horrible what are some of the Hey guys, listeners, what are some of the greatest stories you have where you've been locked into a dinner you realize maybe minute it wasn't minute five entree it was like minute like 12 <laughs> have where, you placed your order yet yeah. if you knew you didn't like yeah. someone before you ordered would you just say you know what let's not do this or or did you were you in a situation where you ordered then realized you didn't like them and then you're like but i kind of want that steak yeah if someone has a story like this we'd really love to hear it please send it in so you made plans for the next date mm-hmm. it's next week mm-hmm. um and now you have this f- period of time where you need to stay in, relevant. In contact. In without. contact. And but you don't want to spoil the day by talking too much. No, no, no. You don't want to talk. You don't want to have everything happen over this texting. Yeah. I'll take first crack at this. Yeah. But I think it's super interesting that, you know, basically you have this maybe two week period of time, one week period of time before you're going to see this person again. And there's so much happening in all of our lives where it's, it's like content, right? It's hard right. to stay relevant. How does how do you push your Story show to the, top. to the top? Yeah. Do you need do you even need to? Maybe it's better that you're in the back burner. There's less chance to kind of fuck it up. You know, <laughs> like because right, what if you do something in that week and then they don't want to go out with you anymore? Yeah. So what you know, what do you think? I and this isn't a rule, and this isn't this isn't really something I do consciously, but it's something I realized because I was preparing for this episode and I retrospectively that's J- that's Janie's green tea matcha. Um I retrospectively discovered. So I, I guess if I like a person and I want to stay in their head yeah. as a guy yeah. and I want to see them again and we set these plans and maybe these plans are going to be pushed a couple weeks for whatever, for whatever reason, I do notice that there is some form of communication at least once a day, maybe every 24 hours. And this could be a text. This could be a DM meme. Like it could be a meme sharing. It mm-hmm. could be a like. It could be a little shout out. Wait, okay. I have questions about this. Um, yeah, let's start the questions. So I understand what you're saying and I think it's completely true for me as well. But I also think that in the early stages of a relationship before you're really off the runway yet, do you ever think about like, maybe we shouldn't communicate every day because then it's going to be weird when like we don't communicate every day. And also maybe we shouldn't communicate every day because if this really does become my next real relationship, then we're going to talk every day and like, it doesn't have to be like that yet. Well, that's why I think, I don't think that, like, I guess the texting is the least common. I, I think I, like, sending somebody a meme that you think is funny. Yeah. I think is perfect because it's not. It's like, hey, think of me. It's, hey, I'm thinking of you. Not yeah. like you're saying anything, though. Mm-hmm. You're just, hey, you're, you're in my head. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love that. So, yeah, that's cool. And what about, what do you think of those other things? Like, 
thinking about how when you really get in a relationship with someone, you have to talk every day. It's and scary. It's like, well, let's yeah. cherish this, this cherish this time we have where we can just do our own shit know, and not have to talk every and day. It's almost nice to be like, what if we just don't talk tomorrow so that we can like have one day? Are you conscious about how much you're talking to somebody? In between? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely like... I feel bad if I am not available for a long period of time. So I want to stay relevant in between. If someone wants to ask me out and I'm like, great, but I'm not free until like next week. I don't want them to like forget about me. I'm still excited to go on that date. So there'll be some light conversation. Actually, I'll bring something up and like allude to something really great and cool that I'm doing. Excuse me, just burped again. Burp we all know coming. it's happening. Anyway, I'll allude to what my cool, fun life thing is. And then I'll say, but we'll talk, like, I'll tell you more about it in person. Yeah. You know, there's this, there's this article I just read that's like a couple that went. Without texting? Yeah, you read yeah, that I article? Read that too. Yeah, I think that article went pretty viral. That was really cool, I thought. Like, what's the point? I, and this is a question that I was curious about. I wonder about older generations. Well, I thought after I read that, I thought it was really interesting. I thought it would be cool to try. But I also think that because of the way we live our lives, some of my best conversations with people happen over text message. Right. Do you think that older generations, I wonder, like, you know, I just said I, I go every day making some sort of communication or contact mm-hmm. with somebody that I like. I wonder, like, back in the day, like, when our parents were dating, what was the average amount of time? Like, you went on date one, and then maybe you made plans within those first 48 hours, or maybe you made plans three weeks later. Like, what was the time frame like? Yeah. Well, they, they had home phones, so if you wanted to, you could call someone just to talk to them. You could call someone to ask them out, but you had to be home by the phone to answer right. it. And, but, like, what was the appropriate amount of time? So, like, how many days would it still be okay to go without any communication with the person that you I were? I mean, probably quite a few. You know what? Why don't we find out? Hello, Jonah. I have a question for you. Please ask. You're going to be featured on the podcast. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Do you happen to remember back when in the 80s when you were just going on dates with people? Like if you went on like a first date or a second date, how many days would go in between? Because this is obviously pre-Instagram, pre-texting. How much time would go in between each date? that you spoke to said person? Okay. Well, you're not recording this, are you? I might be. Mother? Son? Um, I have a question for you for my podcast. You're you're going to be on the podcast featured here. You're, okay, you're, right you're, now? You're, you're, we're recording, right? Well, it's not. I'm recording with a microphone. I'm going to edit it. Okay. Remember you're talking to your father. Right. I don't think I dated a lot. What was normal? What was com- what was considered normal? Are we talking about John Feingold or are we talking about other people? Just on average. It can be on average. <laughs> it was harder to reach people. And even if they called the office, it was harder to reach people. So I would say it was much longer than today. I would say it was a matter of days but that you would have answering machines and missed calls rather than being able to reach people. There were people that would call the next day after a date. And there were other people that would probably call uh, like two or three days. But I never went like weeks and weeks pining away for somebody to call me back. But I don't think I really dated. If it was somebody I was casually dating, like let's just say, for example, when I met John Feingold, 
there could have been a week or so in between, but we were very casually dating. That was so interesting. We're back. That's cool. That was really interesting. We're I'm back so, in the space. Yeah. I'm so glad that we did that. Thank you. Thank person. you. <laughs> Thank you. This kind of gets me onto my. Oh, by the way, let's answer one thing really quickly. Um, how long did you should follow them on Instagram, person? Oh, such a tricky one. I wish I didn't follow anyone on Instagram that I was romantically entangled with, but that's not the case most of the time. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess you should follow them when it makes sense to follow them. I, I just say either right away after you meet them or soon after that. Yeah. Janie's texting. I'm not texting. I just had to read something that popped up. But um, I don't know. I think, yeah, it's either right away or when it comes up in conversation. So do we think any of this stuff actually even matters, though? Um you know, there's like a. I feel like everyone's relationship is different. Like, who are we to say what the right time is? You should do it when it feels normal. And honestly, there's so much to learn about people on their Instagrams. So it's like if you're really trying to get to know someone, I feel like it's a valuable resource. We're in direct sunlight. Can we just shift over slightly? Do you want to just go sit there? Yeah, I'm sweating profusely. Here we go. We're still rolling. Okay, here we are moving. This is the greatest show. I know you guys can't see us, but Joan and I are tied together with the microphones, so we have There's to. A visual. We have to walk together to our. Oh, so much better. Nice. We were hungover Wait, and in direct sunlight. I need to get my, I, I need to get my okay, iced coffee. Back. Now we're walking back for Jonah's coffee, and we now we're it. walking back to our spot. This is a good spot. This is great. This is the greatest show. Yeah, I mean, I I think that uh, when do you unfollow someone? When do you break up with them? Well, what if you break up let's, and say, let's, let's okay, what if you break up and say, like, let's still be friends? If you unfollow them, does that mean they know you don't want to be their friend? Yes, because <laughs> you follow people who aren't your friends. So yeah. you should at least follow your friends. I think going back for a second, that there's this fine line between, you know, communication after that first date. Is it about really wanting to talk to them or is it about wanting to make sure that you are still important to them? Because I think it's very different. Here's, oh. what I, here's what I mean. Yeah. Do you really want to sit there and have a conversation with blank person for 30 minutes on your phone about some sort of inside joke or something that's on TV? If I like them. If you like them, sure. But, or do you just want to know that they like you and that they're thinking about you? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? so like, manipulative. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's both. I think both, th these are really good points. I think we're all guilty of both these things. Like there's some conversations I participated in just because I want to know that that person is like thinking of me. And there are other times where I just like genuinely want to share something with them or genuinely want to talk to them. There you go. Just make sure. Yeah. I mean, sharing your life when you date someone, you have to share your life with them. Right. And I think that's, I like the idea of sharing moments. I like the idea of sharing things that ha like if it's going to warrant a text or a FaceTime or a phone call, it's because you're sharing things that happen in your life that I think you want to share with somebody yeah. else. You're like, here, how was your day? But I also think that like in that intermediate time, again, this is date one to two, just that's why Instagram is a very beautiful thing. Why well, you should right. follow somebody because it's very easy. You already spend so much time on Instagram, right. the average person. So now they're a part of that conversation. Now you can just send and a I, meme. I will say, or do you think that it's it feels more relationshipy if you're talking more in between dates? Like if you're just dating someone and going out on dates with them and seeing them every now and then, 
does that feel more casual if you're not talking in between? Do you think it feels more like a relationship is really happening if you're like talking all the time and then hanging out and see each other? Um, I, I think, it, I guess it does just cause you're, you're talking more, but I don't know if that's the better thing to do early on just mm-hmm. to be to constantly talking. I find like, I really don't, I think we need to sort of all dial back on the constant, on talk. the constant talk, but that you, that means that you do like LA again, kind of making this Los Angeles ships. Yeah. This is in particular such a difficult city to make plans in. Yeah. You know, you have a party here in LA. I used to think that oh, only fifty percent of the people you invite show up. It's actually you just don't know because it could be you could it could be one hundred and fifty percent right. It could yeah. just blow up. Yeah. Or no one could come. You yeah. Know, like definitely, I've uh, had both of those things. That's, that's a um, that's a result of the you know the town is such its geography and its yeah. But fickleness. if you if you live farther away and if people are flakier, it's nice to have someone to talk to. So maybe that's why people are talking more in between dates in L.A. because. Where it's a lonely place, like you're by yourself all day in your car driving around, but you have someone you know is going to respond to you. Like, of course you're going to text them. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. I, and I'm. What, I think some people date people they don't actually like just because they want to have someone to talk to all the time, someone to text with. You mean? Oh, that's interesting. Just because they like the idea of having those conversations. Yeah, I mean, when we were younger, we used like AIM, iChat, and. I just wanted to like have other people to talk to at all times. And I think that I became friends with people I wasn't actually friends with because like they were, I had their screen name and like they were online when I was online. So we would just talk to each other. I do find that this is fast forward into the future. Mm-hmm. Just inspired by what you said. I do think that it's funny. I think we all kind of maybe do this, that every week it's sort of like a new person that you're like, here's like your new texting. Like it's almost <laughs> like you're having the same conversation. Yeah. But it's with different people every week. If that makes sense. Like you have, like if I, I looked, that's if, I looked at, if I looked at your phone this week, yeah. Is there a guy that you're texting? Like, you know, who's like kind of like your go-to text for like jokes and things that happened the other day who you probably don't even know that well. <laughs> but then if you, if I look at your phone last week, same kind of conversation, but different dude. Or, I mean, just friends. Like, Friend, yeah. I have different friends that I talk to about different things. Yeah. I just think that's funny that we're sort of all replacing each other but having the same conversations. I don't know about that one. I have different conversations with different people. Maybe I haven't thought this one through fully yeah. yet. But uh, I think that there was something we were on to about this iChat, AIM. Like, do you remember your buddy list? And, like, wouldn't you talk to people just because they were there? Just because they were online when you yeah, were? Yeah, I mean, there's a top three I had. I would say, hi, hey, yo. Yeah. And, like, that was it. And then I would log in and log off whenever Betsy was online. Right. If Betsy was offline, I would go offline. <gasps> if Betsy was away, I would go away. Wow. Or I would stay online until she... And to wait for Betsy. It, while she was invisible. Yeah. And I'd wait for her to IM me. Yeah. Betsy Brown, you know who you are. We've already, we've joked about this stuff already. Mom. Everyone everyone who listens to this knows. Trying to live Betsy. Um so one thing I wanted to add and maybe it should have come earlier was, you know, how do you how do you know if they want to see you again? We talked about this, but I they think should a lot tell of our, you. Someone should tell you if they want to see you again. I, I think that's it. I think a lot of our listeners How would we possibly know if someone wanted us to see them again if they didn't tell us? Well, exactly. So, you know, everybody listening, I think it's this easy, guys. Let's you, let's save yeah. the world here. If you want to see somebody again, it is as simple as A, if you're in, if you're unsure, Say it yourself. Hey, I'd love to see you again. See what they say to you. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's just a fact. I want to see you again. Easy. I've had people say things like, when do I get to see you again? We were, we were, you and I were practicing that text. I was, I was, when do I get to see you again? I thought it was kind of polite. 
When do I get to see you again? When do I get to see you again? Chapter 16. A very frosty Christmas. Chapter 16. A very frosty Christmas. Harry turned. He noticed that Ron and Hermione looked different. They were, in fact, Labrador Retrievers. Uh, this is uh, Jake. This is Jim Dale, Harry Potter. <laughs> um, With Labrador Retrievers. Okay, so you know what I think is funny, though? Is that we go on these dates, we have this great time because for me, and this is just I guess, this is the guy perspective, right? If mm-hmm. I go on a date with someone who I really like, there is this period of time right after mm-hmm. that all I want to do, I think, is hang out with this person and talk uh-huh. to them. And I'm like, what? Am I crazy? Like, all I want to do is hang out with you tomorrow or tomorrow yeah. morning. And this exponentially fades. Like, it, Are you, Do you think maybe you're binging people? No, no. No, I'm not binging people. Well, of course not. Maybe you are. What do you mean binging people? So I would define that as like, oh my God, I, I meet this person. Like, oh, I can't get enough. Let's keep hanging out. Come over tonight. What are you doing tomorrow? Blah, blah, blah. Hang out, hang out, hang out. And you just you just get everything you have. I actually talked about this in my one of the short movies that I made. But it was like you go through the full season arc of the relationship well, very quickly. I love, the, I love binging people. I think that's a really interesting thing that we should actually maybe do our own episode on. Cool. Let's do it. But no, go because all the emotional plot points, then. because I think this is a hard place to binge. I, it's hard to make, I might like scheduling reasons. It's hard to see someone twice in the same week. Yeah. Period. So binging unless you people, live very close together, unless you are neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. And that's location is a huge thing. That's the way it was in the you know fifties and forties location. Now yeah. we're back in this location. You could actually walk to someone's house. I feel like it gives you a better chance at surviving. So I go to this thing where after the day, all I want to do is hang out with this person, talk to this person, text them, be with them. And I'm like, am I crazy? Like, and this is like a, and this is, I think maybe something that girls don't know about guys. Mm. All I want, and maybe I'm not every guy, but like, all I want to do is like hang out. So I got to really dial it back and play my cool because I know if I come off as this kind of crazy dude Mm -hmm. who's like, I love you, then obviously I maybe learn I do or do not love them. Yeah. Because um, you don't know. You may think that you love yeah, them. I like but the idea of this person that I, mean, I just spent time with. Yeah, like, my <laughs> therapist told me something once. I love when I cite my therapist. But she was like, you have not known this person that long. Like, you've only known them long enough to know that you like them. Now you have to take the time to figure out, like, what you could ever be to each other. Mm. It's easy and fast to learn if you like someone. But then it takes time to figure out, like if you could even be in a relationship with them. Very wise. Well, she's a therapist. Uh, yeah, they, they know all the answers. <laughs> um, have you ever gone on a date with someone where you've felt that overwhelming sense of emotion and then just by habit opened up like Hinge or Bumble and just started swiping again? Wow. I think when I used to use dating apps when I was younger, it was all such a game to me that... I just like use them. Like I'd go on a date and then I would like open it up and use it again. All right. Here's what I want. I go on a date with someone. We're in this one to two, you know, spot. I just, this thing happens where I just want to be on month two of dating this person. Like Mm -hmm. I I just want to get to the fun part, which is like, oh, like, okay. We have to go through the formalities of, you know, the first kiss, you Mm -hmm. know, the first time we sleep together, the, you know, introducing you to my parent, like the, all these things. Well, parents? Well, I don't, know. I don't know. First... No, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like you have to go through all these different steps to like form a relationship. Yeah. When what I'm interested in is this. The casual part. 
the casual part where like we can just like I can just text you be like yeah come over here let's hang out and watch yeah, smoke. But you know? I I think it's so important to do that work to lay the foundation to really earn the casual part because when the casual part happens too early it makes me feel weird like I I don't want to be with someone who I have to like remind them that we could still go on dates you know like oh I, I don't think I wouldn't I'm not, I'm not saying that you get to the part where you're like being lazy I just. I just think that I want everyone's guard to be down more. Right. No, I, that's, but I, that's more what, what I'm, I'm telling about. you is I think that that's important work to do to earn the part where the guards are down. I think the formalities mm. of like going on the dates and taking the time and like even though it's not what anyone wants to be doing, I think it's totally worth it because then you really know it's the right person to be taking your guard down for. Very wise. Thank you. Was that also your therapist, or is that you? That was me. That was all me right there. What was that story you had inside your... About the keys? Mm, the keys, yeah. Okay, so I had coffee with a friend this morning. Everyone who, listen to this. This was really great. She told me that she was talking to her dad, and her dad was saying how he couldn't find his keys all day. Okay. He lost the keys. keys. And then he talked to his wife, my friend's mom, and... She was like, okay, honey, let's go through your day and like walk me through everything and let's figure this out. And then she listened to his story and said, sounds like this is where you lost your keys. And sure enough, she was right. He went, he found the keys. And my friend, who these were her parents, walked away from that conversation with her dad and was like, oh my God, I'm a key loser. I lose my keys. And I've been dating other people who lose their keys and who I should be dating is a key finder. I need someone who can help Find, find my, my keys, keys because I'm a hot mess and I need space to do that. And I need someone who's going to like help me and support me through that instead of just someone else who's losing their keys. And I totally related with her. I lose my keys too. I'm, I need someone, you need who, someone can, who can help find your keys. Yeah. Not and, someone who's going to lose your keys with you. And in my work life, I'm constantly finding other people's keys. So when it comes to me and my relationships, I'm looking for a key finder. I think our viewers are going to relate to that. Do you our listeners, that? um, I don't know if I'm a key loser or a key finder. I'm probably like, if I lose my keys, I'm not so much trying to find them as much <laughs> as I am maybe trying to make a new pair out of. I don't really know. <laughs> my answer is like, I don't know. I think I'm in a weird in between. Okay, I can see you are a key loser. I am. Where That's, are my keys I can right easily, now? I don't know. I don't think you know. I Actually, think, they're in that pink bag. Yeah. Do you think I'm a key finder or a key loser? I don't think you lose your keys. But I might. Some, I don't know. I don't know. It's Yeah, you're right. I, I, that keys would be lost and then I would panic all day and then I'd go into my I'd like trust that maybe my car would start without my keys and the keys would be in the car. I don't think you could. Would hmm, would you help someone else find their keys? If, yeah. Yeah. I, I would. I like the adventure of finding someone's keys, but it's it's got it. It's this is so shitty to say whatever this is about honesty. You wouldn't there's, help anyone. No, no, I, I would help someone. But I've got to, there's got to, like, I would need to be an adventure. Like, you need to be like, yes, go find the keys. Fun. I mean, I could very <laughs> easily help someone else find their keys, but if my keys are lost, then I'm just helping them and I'm not getting anything from it. Right. So when it comes to me having lost my own, I also need, I need someone who's going to help me. You're find no them. good if your keys are lost too. Yeah. Um, that's actually all the talking points I had for this. So let's just go over some really tangible things. Yeah. After that first date, what are we looking at? And, we're looking at a, at a very cute little fun, nice text. Cute, fun, nice little text. Establishing that Establishing. you had a good time. Let's just confirm that we were on the same date. That's let's what the point yeah, is, Let's right? confirm that we just had the same conversation. Yeah, were we on the same date? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what we're trying to figure out. 
Um, and then, then we're looking for a follow-up second ask out within the next 24 hours. Keep it formal. Don't just try to like hang out with someone yet. The good stuff will come. Keep it formal. Make plans. Um, establish if you want to see the person again, or yeah. if you, or if you don't. Which, by the oh, way, yeah. is a, yeah. that's right. a, that's a whole other episode. That's how to break up with someone who you're not actually dating. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. Maybe that's the second episode we record today. But if you're listening, then never mind. Delete, delete, delete. Um, and then it's maintaining contact of some type, you know, to stay relevant, staying relevant, but not to annoy each other or to talk about everything. So there's nothing left to talk about. Yeah. Don't ever do it. Just a gentle amount of correspondence. And of course, actually make it happen to each other again and yeah. see if, uh, you know, we get LA is a difficult city. I think using the specific to LA, using your location during the week is important. If you're going to be in the same area as somebody, express that. Mm -hmm. It makes it easier. Hey, I'm going to be in Santa Monica. Do you want to like get dinner or something? I would say it's also totally appropriate to invite said person to like a fun, maybe like a work drinks, like have them be your date. No? Date to a work drinks? Like a net sorry, a networking event. Like an uh, event. Not oh. like an event. Like, like if you're going to like a party. Wait, can, sorry. Can you imagine like, if you I guess, had a work drinks? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> hey, this is my plus one. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I meant is like if you got invited to like a mixer. Like, you know, oh, a, a friend's screening or something like that. Like, yeah. Okay. There's a an way event, to, an activity. There's a way to blend your job and being able to see this person again. And I think that's a cool date because you're showing them your life. This is what my life looks and like. And that you have a passion and a career. Yeah. Where do you fit in? This is what my life looks like. Yeah. That's actually, I like that a lot. Um, all right, great. Well, anything we're going to leave the listeners with? I mean, I'd love to know if anyone has a story about a person that they met on Instagram who <laughs> DM them and they went out with them. Yes, so let us know. Yeah, and I'd also love to know when you delete your apps. When you when you start to like someone. Is it okay to delete the apps? When do you get rid of your apps? And are you just deleting them off your phone or are you deleting the profile from existence? Those are the questions. This is episode 3 of Los Angeles Ships. Los Angeles Ships. I'm Janie. I'm Jonah. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Please say we were recording. Yeah, we were 40 minutes. Good.